It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day. This is Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Built Bar. A delicious tasting protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com for $10 off your first box. Michael Pappas, happy Monday to you. Happy Monday to you too, Zach. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Hope all the fathers out there had a fantastic Father's Day. I want to start off with... I want to start off the show with kind of some uh, some positive news, or at least my spin on some of the negative stories that have been going around college football. Uh, Auburn tested. Auburn had three players test positive for COVID nineteen. Alabama had five, and those are kind of the early stages of it. And we kind of thought that was a lot. And then over the course of you know the the next several days, Texas had fifteen. Clemson had like twenty three players and five staff members. And then all of a sudden. You know, Really, the Clemson report is when people were like, oh my gosh, we're not going to have college football. Guys, we're going to have college football. College football is happening. It's amazing how many people in the media that cover college football for a living do not want the season to happen. It is the weirdest thing in the world, mm-hmm. but I'm continuing as if college football is going to happen because I believe that it will happen. Uh, I totally agree with you, Zach. And... This morning, actually, two different points were brought up about this same subject that um, I just think are incredible. First of all, um, I'm very, very on the side of players are not going to test positive during the season, like even really bench warmers, because head coaches are so anal and things, and like guys are not going to sit out for asymptomatic COVID tests. Well... Is it possible that Dabo Sweeney's out here playing chess while everyone else plays checkers? And he's like, if our whole team tests positive before the season, no one will be surprised when we have no positive tests during the season. All right. What's your other point? Um, this was brought up by your co-host on your morning show. Brett Smith. He's a lawyer. HuffSmithLaw.com. Yeah. He said that uh, if a quarterback, let's say, for example, gets COVID and tests positive... Like, they all sit and work in the quarterback room all day. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't, theoretically, since it's so contagious, they would all get it. So uh, then, yeah, okay. it's like, you wouldn't be missing one guy. You might be missing a full position group. That's interesting. Okay. Um, so we decided that there's just going to have to be a designated survivor from each important position on the field. Who do you think would be the designated survivor in the quarterback room? Uh, Sawyer Pate. So Sawyer Pate is going to be Auburn's starting quarterback. Not Bo Nix, not Shiel Garnett, not Grant Loy. Let's make sure Sawyer Pate is okay. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be – because your starting quarterback's got to be in the meetings, right? I don't think so uh, you, I don't think Sawyer Pate can get COVID-19. I think COVID-19 gets Sawyer Pate. <laughs> that may be true. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you just got to have one guy who's got to do the whole season on Zoom and – like zoom into every meeting, and that guy and saw your and that guy, Yeah, all right. That's just for the quarterbacks. I mean, you got one, you got to have one for every position. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, we would love to hear from you. 205-502-4285. We've got a few listener questions 
Um, let's start things off with, you want to go basketball, football recruiting, uh, or a football question? Uh, whichever you'd like. Dealer's choice. Let's start with Mike from Missouri. He sent us a text asking, hey guys, who the heck will punt for Auburn this season? Me. I mean, possibly at this point, right? I could punt. I could do it. Should I go try to walk on? I think I have eligibility. Uh, I do not think you do. I do not think you do have eligibility because you have been in school for five years. Yeah, but I mean, I could just go get a different degree. Not how it works. Yeah. Nope, not how it works. I thought that it was. not how it works. If it was like that, there would be people, instead of redshirting, they'd be like, all right, just graduate and come back and get a different degree. I mean, people do that. They get master's degrees. Right. But it doesn't nuke their eligibility. Their eligibility is the same. Anyway, so uh, I think the punter's going to be Evan McGuire. Um, he ranked high as a kicker, um, but he can, he can boom it through a punt as well based on his punting highlight videos. Very fun mm. to watch. <laughs> Had other offers, but he waited because uh, just talking to a, 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 a kicking guy. Close, a kicking source close to the program. Um, very uh, hush, hush. I mean, it's just he, he seems like he grew up loving Auburn. His family absolutely loves Auburn, and this is kind of like his dream gig. So, uh, played at Thompson, won state last year, and they beat Central. I think he did miss either a field goal or a PAT in the state championship game. But yeah, a kicker and a punter. And I, he's kind of the only like true punter Auburn has right now that I've seen. They've got some other walk on guys, but. Aaron Sippos leaves, and then their response, it seemed like, was to go get Evan McGuire. I think that means something. I think the timing of that is important. But are you going to put a true freshman out there punting? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, of the positions you could put a true freshman at, uh, I have read and seen that it's possible that it's Anders Carlson. Um, Yeah. Because I don't know if it was Evan McGuire or a different walk-on who's been working a lot on kickoffs. So this... Whomever I read said that it was like... That's helpful. No, but it was like that might be something they're taking off of Andrews' plate so he can also punt. I see what you're saying. So he could just kick field goals and punt. And okay. punt. Got and it. then um, I've heard Evan McGuire, um, Bo Nix being involved, I've seen slash heard. And yeah, yeah. So one, I think, regardless of who it is, unless they just really come out of nowhere and surprise his coaching staff and are better than we think they're going to be, I think one... They may go for it more on fourth and short because of the defense. Mm. And two, I think Bo Nix may, you, you may see more of kind of what you saw towards the end of the Iron Ball, some of those pooch kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't Supposedly, like when this first happened, you'll remember a bunch of people being like, oh, Bo will just punt. I think you could do that when it's on the 50. Apparently, Bo is like a good punter. I don't, I'm very confused by this. Well, also, I, I like, think it allows you, you to do it. some. I mean, if it's four, fourth and five, and you're on, you know, the opponent's forty-five yard line, so too far away to feel, you know, kick a field goal, then it's like unless you have a really accurate punt, like it's probably going to the end zone. So yeah. like you're only netting what twenty-five yards, and so line up with Bo back there, see if he, you know, line up thinking, all right, if we get one specific look, we're going to run the play, and if you don't get it, just pooch it. You got to mm-hmm. keep a safety. Hope for the best. Up. You know, you, so like nobody's going to go back and return it. So I like it. Yeah, I don't hate it either. And and this, I, I, I don't remember. I'm not intentionally being cryptic. I, don't, I really don't remember. Whatever I read was saying that like either w- anyway, he's 
going to be part of it, whether it's they're just keeping him in there like to yeah. make the defense think or whatever. I guess since they don't have, at least right this second, a true like very good punter who's just punting, they, um, yeah, he'll be a part of it. Should right. be wild. More listener questions coming up right here on Locked On Auburn. Michael had a sad realization yesterday, and it happened on Father's Day, which is kind of a bummer. I was uh, I was going to grab a quick snack, quick healthy snack, and I realized my Built Bar box was empty. That's a day ruiner right there. I mean, yeah, that is... Mike, Built Bar, you did this to me on Father's Day? I think Leah took one and didn't tell me, if I'm being 100% honest. You know what? It was probably Charlotte. Yeah. Well, she she's uh you know she doesn't have teeth yet, but she's like I gotta get built bar. Yeah, I got to. She can't even walk. Tastes like a candy bar. Yep, absolutely. It's not her fault. That's just what yep, it tastes like. It's like she she probably just realizes that it's got way more protein and way less carbs, way less sugar, way mm-hmm. less you know all the bad stuff, and she's just like get it in my body. I, I think so. I think so. So uh, do what I do. I'm gonna go to builtbar.com and I'm gonna use promo code locked on for ten dollars off my first box. That is at built bar. Dot com. Also, we're kind of making our way through June. Michael, that is uh, Fetcher's Appreciation Month. Shout out to our friends at yes. Fetch Me Home Delivery. You kind of made a statement on Friday saying you're going to use them a few times this week. Did you follow through? Um, unfortunately, I did not. How about that? Uh, I went the, uh, the delivered pizza route instead. Okay. However, my Fetch Me experience... My my food delivery experience would have been better if if I had gotten fetch me. weren't impressed with the traditional pizza route. I was not. Um, the uh, the del- with the delivery service part. I mean, the pizza tastes were fine. Well, you the- uh you you've grown accustomed to a certain lifestyle with, with yeah. as far as uh, ordering the food delivery through fetch me home delivery. Yeah, and um, one of the worst parts about ordering food is that. Oftentimes, I'll start doing another thing right after I order it. Yeah. And then when they knock on my door, I get very afraid mm-hmm. very quickly because okay. I forget, right? You know, you're just like, well, bec- and the, the pizza person walks up and just like bang, bang. And I jump like a foot. Like, I'm not expecting someone to just bang on my door. Right? Sure. The fetch me people, underrated part of food delivery, they knock rather softly and it doesn't scare me. It does not jolt me. All it's right. like a normal person knocking. It's not someone like banging on my door. All right, so uh, don't be scared with your phone, uh, with your home delivery service. Fetch me uh, delivery dot com or use uh, the free Fetch Me Delivery app, free on your phone's app store. Fetch me twenty for your first delivery, free or two five off, twenty five off for twenty five percent off your order. Two zero five five zero two four two eight five. Let's go. Uh, let's go basketball. How do you guys feel about Samir Doughty's chances of playing pro basketball in America, G League slash NBA? I really enjoyed seeing him play at Auburn, and I'm hoping to see him play at the next level. I think G League at best. Michael, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, unfortunately, and this has been a theme for Auburn, he's just a little small for the position he plays. Um, If I'm not mistaken, he was 6'2"? Yeah, it's either he's too small or like he's too small to be a 3, and he doesn't shoot well enough to be a 2. Unless he was shooting like not volume, right? Because when he doesn't, when he's not volume shooting, or he's yeah, I don't know, it's weird. Um, I agree with you, Zach. G League is probably his ceiling. Maybe like end of the bench guy for a couple years. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he, you know, uh, Horace Spencer made some money uh, overseas. I wouldn't be surprised if Samir Dowdy did that. I think he's good enough to do that, but I don't think he's good enough for the NBA. I do not think. Hopefully, he proves us wrong. I hope so. I'm pulling for him. He did a lot for uh, for this program. There's no question about it. 205-502-4285. You good to go recruiting here? You're a recruiting guy. 
I'll try. Someone on Twitter, love that, said that Armani Goodwin isn't as solid as a commit that Auburn would hope and that Bama is the main competition. And since it was on Twitter, you know it's true, dot, dot, dot. I love um, that they point that out, for one. Mm-hmm. To, uh, for those who don't know, Armani Goodwin, Auburn's kind of prized running back in the 2021 class. Yeah. I do want to note some things here. Amari Goodwin is like 5'8 and a half, under 200 pounds. Um, he's a good recruit. He'll be a pretty good player. I don't know if he's an every down back. Um, I'm not sure if Auburn wants another every down back in this class after getting one with Tank Bigsby um, in the class before. I have not seen or heard anything about Amari Goodwin possibly being a flip. That doesn't mean that it's not true. However, um, I do know that, you know, it's very possible Alabama is floating out there like he's going to flip because I'm sure they'd like him to. We see this all the time. It seems like there's one or two guys in every class, and it's not just at Auburn. I think you see it everywhere, where they've just been committed for so long, and then they get interest from other schools, and, you know, maybe he takes a visit or two. Mm -hmm. But it's like he committed early to Auburn for a reason, and I think we need to keep that in mind. Absolutely, and there is another part of this. Auburn is very heavily recruiting a uh, a running back named L.J. Johnson from Texas. I think Duncanville. Where is Duncanville? Um, Houston, I believe. But I also kind of feel like that's wrong. Okay, so, but he is from Texas. Um, yeah, he is from Texas. He is a guy who is more of the. I'm sorry. What's his name again? L.J. Johnson. L.J. Johnson. Okay. Um, he's more of the kind of every down back that you look for, he'd be a big get for Auburn. Um, They're going after him pretty hard also, which, you know, I mean, if you're Amari Goodwin, I feel like as you read that, that might hurt your feelings a little bit. Like I, if I found out that, you know, Zach was interviewing potential co-hosts or going to lunch with guys that I know could host his show with him, host the podcast with him, I mean, that hurt my feelings a little bit. So, I, I mean, I totally understand if Amari Goodwin is going to field calls from other places and stuff. Right, right. No, nah, man, it's you and me, bro. It's you and me. Don't worry about that. Appreciate that. Yeah, don't worry about that. It is interesting when you look at the type of running backs that Malzahn has had from a body standpoint. I mean, obviously there are some guys that are similar, but there's a lot of guys that just have totally different skill sets that he's been able to work out. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with role players like Grant and McCaleb and now Shivers. But, I mean, you look at Peyton Barber. I mean, he was a lot shorter and stockier than, you know, a uh, a Cameron Artist Payne or a Trey Mason. I mean, even when you look at Cap and Trey, I mean, Trey was a lot leaner as far as, you know, just passing the yeah. eye test. Or Cap and Carrion. Totally. But to your point, I mean, Trey Mason and Carrion Johnson are both like... Cam Petway. Yeah. He's like over 240. So Mason and Johnson are both like very patient runners, right? Like they mm-hmm. take the ball, they wait to find their hole, and they and they get through. And the other three guys that you named, Petway, Cap, and, and um, Barber, are all more of like one-cut guys, right? You get them, you tell them where to run, they're going to get through that hole and make yeah. something happen. So I, I totally agree. Um, Amari Goodwin, I, I have... He appears to be a very good running back. I don't want it to make it sound like he's not a good player, and Auburn would not be thrilled to have him. Um, Auburn obviously wants him. They think Malzahn that they've got has him. been uh, 
he has not shied away from shorter running backs. Yeah. He has no issue with the, the, uh, the running back being shorter. No, no. All I was trying to do is put some context in that, like, yes, Amari Goodwin, very, very good running back. Armani, right? There's an N. Armani? Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. And, but there is, like, Auburn is not, it appears that they're not satisfied with just him because they've got a shot at LJ Johnson, who I think is a top five running back in the class and would be a big, big get for Auburn. Fantastic. All right, we'll jump into more next right here on Locked On Auburn. want to give a nod to our friends at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com makes it easy. I am not a car person at all, but their website's super easy to navigate, and you can kind of put in your make and model, and they say, hey, this is what works with your vehicle. So you don't have to be worrying about, like, all right, you know, I have this kind of car. Does this even work with this type of car? They, they do all of that for you. So rockauto.com, simple, easy, very inexpensive compared to, you know, actually going to the brick and mortar store. So rockauto.com, check out their website and write locked on in the how did you hear about us box. That is rockauto.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Final question. We'll just kind of chit-chat about some things going on. Uh, 205-502-4285. I liked the question about Tracy Rocker compared to Derek Brown. I'm a younger fan who had never heard about Rocker. I think you guys should do more highlighting of players from Auburn's history. Maybe talk about one each week or something. Big fan of the show, and that is from Joe from Auburn. One, I think that's a great idea, because there should not be younger Auburn fans that have not heard much about Tracy Rocker. So we need to do better on that front. See, I, Zach actually was going to say that I think it's a very good idea. I don't know how practical it is. Um, if we did, maybe we can do it on like social media or something. Um, I think it's tough. I, I think it is tough for us not being a visual medium mm-hmm. to highlight players. We could do like an oral history type thing and like kind of like what we did, what we tried to do with the Throwback Thursdays, even though yeah. none of y'all like y'all were like, yeah, do that, and then we'd put it up and like no one would listen to it. But the <laughs> <laughs> got like ten percent less than every other day of the week, so we're here's like, a, yeah, okay. Here's a great peek into our production <laughs> meetings. Right it's like, well, yeah, we get a lot of tweets and you know calls and stuff, but yeah, all right. So, but the uh, you know maybe we could do something like that, where it's like, all right, tell us your stories of you watching Tracy Rocker growing up or something like that. If that would be something you'd be interested in, let us know. Let us know. 205-502-4285 on Twitter at Z Blackerby at Couch Potato at Locked on Auburn. How you know, plenty of ways to find us there. But yeah, no, I would be uh, I'd be curious to see if that would uh, gain any interest. Yeah, I guess my initial thought is that we could sit here and like read these guys' statistics and everything, but I don't mean watching them like watching their highlight tapes or watching their um, yeah, we couldn't do that, but we could talk about them, and we could, you know, we could hear other people kind mm-hmm. of, you know, like I grew up watching Jason Campbell, who we talked to last week. Mm-hmm. That was kind of who I was watching when I was in middle school and stuff. 
Um, for some people listening out there, they grew up watching Tracy Rocker. You know what I mean? So I think that'd be cool. I think it'd be cool as far as, you know, when, when you, what you kind of remember during different eras of college football or specifically and, Auburn football. And again, I don't want it to sound like I'm, I'm dumping on the idea. I think it's a very good idea. Dump, man. Um, I would love to, you know, hear what people thought of watching guys like Terry Beasley, who I just like, you know, they're in the Auburn record books, but I certainly have never seen them play. And, um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll, we'll do our best, I think. Shout out to Joe. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Shout out to Joe. What else are you hearing right now these days as far as Auburn football goes? I know there's kind of some buzz with that war Tampa Auburn mm-hmm. basketball team. I think that's kind of interesting. I think a lot of people are tweeting about it. I'm curious to see how many people actually watch it. That'll be fun to see. Um, but as far as Auburn football goes, you haven't really heard much more as far as the voluntary workouts are going. Um, which I guess is a good thing. I love that they're calling them voluntary workouts when there's literally nothing else for these guys to do. Like yeah. It's like, go do this voluntary workout with all your friends and everyone that you know in town, or I guess sit in your room. Like, well, I mean, Marco Damio's not there, you know? I, I'm and saying for the guys... Grant, our boy Grant Loy. I'm talking about the guys in Auburn. Got like, it. Like, yes, they could just not be here. But I, I'm saying, like, when you're in Auburn and, like, you literally don't have anything else to do. That's why I started playing golf again. Because it's like, it gets me out of my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it, man. I get it. Yeah, I, I want to see how much of it is film-related and how much of it is just, you know, kind of getting ready physically. You know, you, you get those eight hours a week to kind of go over film. But there's just some guys that... I think Auburn's going to need to step up as true freshmen or JUCO guys right away, and I'm more concerned about the film and the you know the the scheme side of it than the actual like they're get, them getting their bodies ready. I mean, according to all the reports, like no one really showed up super out of shape, which is good. Um, kind of a bummer though. It's always nice hearing that a random <laughs> defensive lineman came up to camp like way overweight. <laughs> I saw your pay gained forty pounds. I don't know how that happened. He plays quarterback. <laughs> Don't you talk about our goat like that. The designated survivor. Mm-hmm. Sawyer mm-hmm. Payton. Where can people find you and hear you, brother? Follow me on Twitter for more uh, Sawyer Payton news <laughs> at Couch Potato. I'm on Twitter at Z Black. The show's on Twitter at Locked On Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.